Hey guys, this is FJ back once again with another episode of today's podcast. Um, in today's episode, I wanted to quickly discuss uh, the two attacks that took place in Afghanistan today. Uh, the first attack that took place in Police District 13 area of Kabul, um, where a maternity hospital was attacked by um, by uh, at least at least three attackers um, and. Uh, the last uh, the last uh, figure uh, that we have from that uh, particular attack is uh, uh, according to the health ministry of afghanistan um, at least 16 people have been killed and another 16 people have been wounded um, those uh, killed and wounded by the way include women including uh, pregnant women um they also include uh, children and uh, newborn babies at least two newborn babies have been killed um i don't have i really don't have any words to describe the criminal the 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 absolute barbaric nature of of this attack um i mean we have seen some of the most horrible attacks uh in afghanistan in the past but this attack is is just it just took the whole cycle of violence uh, to another level i would say um absolutely criminal absolutely senseless uh taliban have distanced themselves from the attack but i was very disappointed to see that they did not condemn the attack in kabul uh they did uh, they did release a statement saying that they don't have anything to do with the attack but they did not condemn the attack i think they should have condemned the attack because it was an absolutely uh barbaric attack um and if 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 a taliban really claim to represent the afghan people if they really claim to care for the afghan nation then um they should have condemned the attack that's what i'm going to say about this um the second attack took place uh, uh in the nangarhar province of afghanistan in the uh, kewa district and uh, a suicide bomber who was on foot uh, detonated uh, his suicide vest in the middle of the crowd um the funeral procession was um, of um, a local pro government militia commander and uh, as per last reports from that region um at least 21 people have been killed and uh, at least at least 70 to 80 other people have been wounded um, uh, the images that i shared some of the images that i shared of course there were some other images that i did not share there were too too um uh disturbing to uh, to tweet but even whatever images that i tweeted today from that particular attack in nangarhar they were they were absolutely horrible images um the street was littered with um, body parts and absolutely absolutely senseless um highly condemnable um nato has condemned the attack uh pakistani foreign ministry released a statement um an hour ago um condemning the attack and i'm sure uh, more condemnations are going to come in but uh, i also i would also like to mention here that taliban although did not condemn the attack in kabul which i think they should have they did condemn the attack in nangarhar of course they distanced themselves from both attacks um but like i said they did not condemn the attack in kabul but they did condemn the attack in nangarhar which is obviously a good thing but um 
I think they should do more uh, when it comes to um, letting other people know that they actually care about Agwan people and not just about uh, distancing themselves from attacks that they have not carried out. Um, anyway, um, so we are already seeing um, several people from the Agwan government, including Mr. Mohebullah, who is the NSA. National Security Advisor um, of Afghan government. Uh, we are already seeing a lot of people uh, coming out from Afghan government and condemning the Taliban uh, without any evidence whatsoever, even though they know very well that Taliban have distanced themselves from the attacks. Um, but still, they are coming out and condemning the Taliban and uh, in some cases uh, also Pakistan for some reason. Um, of course, uh, we all know about Pakistan's involvement uh, uh, you know, in 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 Afghanistan, we all we all know about that. There's no denying that. But to you know, if you are, if like for example, Mr. Mohibal tweeted something really awkward. He said that he says something along the lines that Taliban cannot control violence. Well, if you really expect Taliban to control violence in your own capital of Kabul, then I think you should go home, you should resign, you should go home, and you should let the Taliban come to Kabul and run the government for you. Because clearly you are incapable of doing that. And to say that you you have been, obviously you have been unable to stop such attacks in the heart of Kabul, right? You cannot stop that. You, you're, you're obviously you, either you have bad intelligence, either your intelligence agencies do not work, or either they are they are probably uh, written with informants who share intelligence with uh, these terrorists. Either either way, if you are incapable of stopping such attacks in your own um, capital, but you can come out within within minutes and you can start blaming Pakistan. And the ISI for for these attacks, um, then that really tells us what your uh, what your mentality is, how, you know, where you are coming from, right? Like I said, Pakistan is no angel, and the the ISI is not a humanitarian organization, okay? But when you come forward and when you accuse another country of terrorism, you should at least have some kind of evidence on your hand. Right, you barely even know how many attackers there were because one government has not released a number of attackers. Uh, the number that we have, the three attackers, this number that we have does not come from the Awan government, it comes from the local witnesses. So you don't know how many attackers there were in the attack, but you do know that ISI carried out that attack. This is some bullshit. So anyway, like I said, if, if you guys are incapable of uh, taking care of Kabul, if you are if you guys cannot stop uh, such attacks uh, from taking place in the deep deep heart of Kabul, you should just resign, go home, and either let Taliban take over or either let ISI take over. Because clearly, you're saying that they are more uh, capable than you are in your own capital. So why not? If you really think that Taliban or the ISI are more capable than you, then what the hell are you doing over there? Right? So this is what I got to say about this, because every time we see uh, such attacks, uh, 
these guys in Kabul uh, who are apparently running the government over there, uh, they they have very little idea what is happening on the ground. They they they, they mix up, uh, uh, you know, they 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 give uh, incorrect uh, numbers of casualties. Because uh, the number of casualties that we have from the Agwan Interior Ministry does not match with the number of casualties that we have from the Agwan Health Ministry. So there's that. So, I mean, every time this happens, they just come out and they start blaming people left and right. And like I said, I will say this again, Pakistan is no angel. The ISI is not a humanitarian organization. We all know of their involvement in Pakistan, right? Sorry, in Afghanistan. But... Again, if, if you're going to come forward and accuse another country um, or any other group for that matter, you should at least have some kind of evidence to back up your claims, right? Anyway, so I will just add one more thing before ending this podcast. Um, we are seeing, uh, and I've been, I've been talking about this uh, for a long time now, that uh, we are seeing... Uh, significant number of people in the Awan government who work for the Awan government in some capacity. Some people are connected to the Awan intelligence, NDS. Some are connected to the Awan army, ANA. Some people are connected to the Ashraf Ghani's regime in Kabul. Uh, all of these people uh, who I'm referring to right now, uh, they, have, uh, they have been uh, trying their best to stop the smooth implementation of the Doha deal and uh, Americans know this obviously and Americans are, are, are they are not happy okay let me just tell you that Americans are not happy with, with, with whatever is happening and Mr. Asper recently equated he literally equated Taliban with the Awan government that should tell us how happy Americans are with this whole situation and so we, we, we might see more arm twisting from the American side um, targeting the Awan government. We have already seen America uh, blocking some of the aid. We might see some of uh, that in the future as well. Some more aid might uh, get blocked. Um, and uh, because Americans, like I said, Americans are not happy. Uh, they, they really want this Doha deal to be implemented um, smoothly. And uh, they want to take out their troops out of Afghanistan, most, most of the troops. And, uh, uh, but, but first and foremost, they want to end uh, the casualties of foreign forces. Okay. So... I think that um, this this whole accusation thing um, coming out and accusing Taliban and Pakistan for these attacks without any evidence, but um, you don't even know how many attackers there were involved in the Kabul attack. You do know who carried it out. I mean, that is absurd. So I think all of this will not please American side okay and uh, let's see let's see of course uh, NATO has condemned the attack um, United States of America will condemn the attack um, and uh, European uh, Union will condemn the attack but beyond uh, you know beyond these condemnations um, Americans are not going to be pleased uh, by some of this rhetoric that is coming from the side of Afghan administration um, people linked to the Afghan administration especially their NSA, Mr. Mohibullah. So um, I think that um, 
uh, I can understand. I can I can really I can really understand uh, why these people are opposed uh, to the uh, Doha deal. Um, they have been fighting against the Taliban for a long time. They have lost a lot of these people have lost. Um, they are close to um, their their uh, close uh, relatives, friends, loved ones um, uh, in, in in Taliban attacks. Um, of course, war is a bloody business, um, but uh, it it must come to an end at some point, right? So it, it like it cannot go on forever and ever, right? There there has to be a point where you have to sit down uh, and you have to talk. Um, you know, to the to decide that you have been killing and fighting um, all this uh, time, and you have to come to a conclusion, uh, which would uh, make peace possible on the ground. So, um, Americans, uh, in any case, Americans want uh, to protect their own interests. They want to protect the interests of NATO. At the end of the day, they really don't care about what happens to the Afghan government or people linked to the Afghan government. Um, they don't really care what happens to them on the ground, to be honest. Um, Americans uh, care about their own interests first and foremost, and that is that is the, the typical American policy that has always been uh, the American policy, not just in Afghanistan, but around the globe. Um, so um, that shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. Um, um, but like I said, Americans are not going to be pleased with all this rhetoric because um, it will not only piss off Pakistan, but it will also um, create more problems in the way of implementation of the Doha deal. And Americans would not want that. So anyway, guys, uh, this was it for today. Uh, I'm going to be back soon. Take care. Bye-bye.